Go for it. Go for it. Go do that, Joe Tony. Hello, and welcome back to the Muscle and the Hustle. It's a delightful episode, and there's only me and Mickey once again because we never organise anyone, and nobody else wants to listen to anybody else anyway, you know, so you may as well just listen to us for an hour. It's hard to bit. Well, you're lucky I'm out of my bed. Why, what, were you DJing last night? No, I wasn't DJing last night. I'm just recovering, you know, Tony. It was a rough weekend. It's a rough weekend. <laughs> Still in recovery mode. Where were you? On Saturday, I was in Nature & Co. during the morning time DJing, and then I was in Lurgan that night, and Sunday I was in Enniskillen, and then Monday I was in Ballycastle at the Lammas Fair. Jesus, flat out. Flat out, all packed, and a lot of miles driven, and lack of sleep in between. You need to be getting a shitbox to be doing them miles, not be doing them in a fresh open. I know, I know, I just... That their car. Well, you know what? The, that car's done now. Well, it's not done. Like it's a, it's an absolute. How many miles you put on that car in the last year? In that last year, sixty thousand, seventy thousand. Oh, you're not wise. See it there? Oh no, it's glory. Look at her. Car is lovely. For what is that? A Mercedes AMG Mercedes two twenty D. Fuck me, you done sixty thousand. I done five thousand. I don't know about sixty or seventy five. I don't know about twenty thousand, twenty five thousand this summer. Aye, since the start, since the start of June, I've done twenty five thousand miles. Joe, it's mad! It's mad how much cars devalue, though. Yeah, well, that's where that that car's at the point now where I may just just drive her into the ground, and then I'll 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 get another car maybe in the main in the meantime and treat it with you a bit more respect. Well, not not that I don't treat that with respect. It's just miles, and not last year. It's one of them things where that's shite if you actually use it. That hasn't missed a beat yet. I know, but sure, yeah, that's all well and good until it's hit 120,000. It's at 120 now. There you go. It's not long now. It should be in the graveyard in no time. Nah. I don't know. They'll silver rocket dust, they call her in the streets. The, the gunmetal. I say you're calling something else a silver rocket. The gunmetal gun grey rocket. That's what they call it. <laughs> that's a bit of a mouthful. Fuck me. I know. They're very dramatic people. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, they're calling me the fucking blue whippet. Snow Patrol's playing in Bangor tonight. Who? Snow Patrol. The, is hometown? No, hometown. He just got the keys to the city yesterday. Missed the invite. I didn't get the invite in the paper. And the doesn't still live anymore in Bangor, does no, he? No, he does, yeah, yeah. When he's home, he's here, yeah. If he's in the if he's in the local bars, the local establishments from time to time, having a wee pint. I don't think it's people bother him too much, to be honest. I think they're very used to seeing him. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. If you're there constantly, that's when it's not a big deal. Yeah, I seen him once. I seen him once down the bottom of the town. He was just standing chatting to people, but there was yeah, no like too, I think when you bump into uh, celebrities uh, for example and they're out and about say you bump into like Liam Neeson in the airport for example like nobody there has seen Liam Neeson in person whereas if you see him if you know he's where he's going to be and it's not a tourist location then people get used to it <laughs> so where did you why did you just go straight for Liam Neeson there? I picked another celebrity that's from Northern Ireland and Liam Neeson was the first uh, you don't see Liam Neeson much now like it's like people years ago um, when Rory McIlroy started like, getting really big when he was young and he would have been out and about in Belfast he would have been Thompson's and stuff people didn't know how to treat him yeah you know they were kind of like torturing him a wee bit and then he, you could see he was only young too at the same time and people then got like an idea that he was a dick because he didn't want pictures with every drunk person in Thompson's but he really wasn't he was just like being himself it's just like 
trying to have a night out with friends and people were like here mate give me give me an old picture don't play golf myself but you know yourself come on ahead and no that would that would to be honest i think that would me and sean fitz let's talk about this in the podcast like i like there's nothing better than getting asked for a photo it's fucking sick but i think whenever you're that level i well you see there's a thing too where i don't mind it it happens it happens maybe twice at a gig say maybe one maybe once or twice maybe sometimes more right but the, pit, the, hand the, feed you. the thing the thing i the whole the whole thing i i never really thought about it until i was watching that program about the catfish the thai mate tail catfish thing on netflix if you haven't watched it you need to watch it the girlfriend that never was i think it's called um he was getting so he was a big american football college player and he was getting like loads of pictures taken and then we realized that people were getting the pictures taken on and then put them online to take the piss out of them so there is that side of the coin where not everyone that's asking you for a picture is doing it for the right reasons yeah very true you know there's a lot of time like me and me and two degrees make this joke that like during our gigs there might be 60 videos 70 videos 80 videos maybe a hundred videos taken of us and we get tagged in maybe two where are you know, not that these people are are taking the piss with these videos but where are the videos do they just sit on someone's phone is someone gonna is someone somewhere sitting with a phone full of like hundreds of videos of us like weirdness but I, yeah, I, I don't really mind but it's just when you think about it when you break it down you're like Jesus like they're like they're even Monday night like so many videos but you're only tagged them one or two and it's, it's just strange but I never mind I don't I never mind getting pictures taken with people as long as you kind of realise that you know they're doing it for the right reason and they ask you politely like some people do be rude about it or they just stick a stick a phone in your face and take a picture which is just strange like it's not going to be a good picture if you're sticking if you're sticking a phone in someone's face um but it's good it is good to you know it shows that people are starting to um like notice or your what well, it depends if you want to be noticed but like your brand's growing if people like i don't know like people stopping you in the street or people whatever but it shows that whatever you're trying to do if you're trying to get your face out there that it's working because i know a lot yeah. of people if, if your face is your brand or if you're like your i think all publicity is good publicity like so it doesn't it, i would never say no when well dep- it depends on what what you're what you're what you're trying to do if you're if you're in financial banking and you're fucking being done for fraud the publicity around that's not going to help your business if you're a pt and you've killed somebody with a heart attack you know it's not that publicity is not going to be good publicity but well, in, in most cases a bit of like sensationalism isn't isn't going to be bad for business but um like i know djs in the past like there was a few djs maybe a few years ago got a bit handsy with girls wasn't good for their business and i know another dj shit in the kettle it was very bad for his business that would not be the best no no he shit he shit he went he went into someone else's backstage part backstage you have like wee cabins like we like we fucking 
shipping containers and he went into some one of their DJs and shit in his kettle and put a wee bit of water in it and turned it on. Thought, must have thought this was fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and he did not DJ for a while now. He's back. He's not back to the he's not back to where he was before, but he's definitely not far off it. But it is a strange one. Um, but I do get it, like there's no such thing as bad publicity to a certain point. It depends. Like probably if you're a doctor or teacher, you just don't want any publicity. Um, but there is one of them. There is a, an actual. You send me logos. There's a question in here about. Yes, I send you logos. I got somebody to. Well, the the company that's making the app for me sent me for logos. I want your opinion on them. Do you like? Do you want the opinion on how live on how live on air? Yeah, yeah. Three logos there. I, I so originally let me talk about this. So originally. I got a first draft, and would you would you like me to send the first draft to you so you can get a laugh? Well, you can send the first draft, and then I'll tell you what I think of the second. Though. Right? No, I've gave them more direction here, so it's going to take me a second to. Right, me, Joe, I'm the first one's first. crap. It's not going to work. Second one is probably my favorite. It looks a wee bit like the Intelligence Man. Please, people, Google the Intelligence Man. And um, the third one, no. The second one. That. These were the first drafts they sent me. Right. I mean, how bad they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, that's well. The third one is like the set. The fourth one in this. Ah, uh, yeah. The second one is probably about the best one in that there. But I don't know if it's you. Yeah, well, it's fucking. It's good. It's good. The it. second one is good, um, and I like the actual the the logo part, not the text. The text is text is a text um, I don't know about that colour yeah what colour would you go though I don't I know like a bright yellow or orange but I've also said electric purple yeah I don't know we'd need to see them all um, and I would say to them to put it on the actual items you know what I mean like stick it on to design it on to like the, the front of a Facebook page Design it onto a business card, design it onto a hoodie, design it onto a t shirt, design it onto a phone case, design it onto a mug. So you can just, or design it onto a billboard. So you can just see it in live, like, and where it could be. And then you go, oh, geez, that actually sits pretty nice. You know, there's nothing as bad as you get this class logo done up and then say you put it on a wee bit of signage or you put it on a wee bit of printed material and go, fuck, I don't like how that sits. It sits really. Like really awkward. Yeah, what colors would you lean towards then? It depends. I would. You'd have to see it in action. That there, the way the way the logo is now is nice, but it's very, uh, it's very like old school, isn't it? Yeah, it's just hard. It's see, it's for an app, so it needs to go onto the button, so it needs to be pretty fucking clear as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, old school. It does look like an app button. Yeah. For anybody that's not, uh, this is probably because people can't see it. Um. Yeah, it does look like it. Yeah. You could try it. Yeah, not to bore people anyway. So it's just a fucking letter T. We're just letter T, but it's it's in the shape of the intelligence, man. So Google intelligence. Google Taser intelligence or bin man intelligence. And it'll come up and you'll see it. There is a question in here about how do we deal with... Um, how do you... No, that's the wrong one. How do you both deal with the fact that when you walk down the street or go out, more people than not will know you? Oh, eh, to be honest, I'm I'm not really ever focused on that until somebody says they know me. If you get me, like, 
So I just assume nobody knows who I am until somebody says it. Do you know what I mean? I do find it weird though, whatever I go somewhere and somebody will like say serve me or something and they'll say my name. Yeah. Yeah. Like they'll they'll go, right, uh uh say late night food for my ones or something and we're out for dinner or something in Belfast or somewhere random or say you go somewhere and it's like you go somewhere that's just you shouldn't really be known and then for example somebody could be from fucking Nuri and the Serbia and you just don't know them and they'll go there you go Tony and you're just like fuck Joe you're like oh I find it like not awkward but I find it like confusing then to fucking yeah I don't know um really I think it's okay for, I think it's okay for us because we don't we 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 are who we are we we don't there's no act. Well, you act a wee bit like you pretend you have big calves all the time and all mad shit. I do big calves. You're such you're, a you're mad. If you keep telling people about your genetics and your calves, people might believe you someday. But you know, we believe we we are who we are. So we're we're who we are in the real world on the podcast online. That's just us, right? When people go out in the street and they're like giving it the big one on TikTok, and then someone goes, "Oh, I mate." Fucking, what's the crack way? And you got your head down, going, oh, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. Like that's that's when it can be a problem for certain people. But we are just who we are. There's no, there's literally, there's not an act, you know. So the person, the old lady, you hold the door open for. To the young girl at the at the checkouts, to the fella at the yeah. bar, it's just you're, you're you're there's no act, so you you don't you're not gonna drop. Like you drop the veil and people see, oh, actually, he's a dick. It's just, it's easy when you're just being yourself. You know, there's so yeah. many people online are are creating these personas. And they're like, oh, he's fucking not kids. And then you see him in real life, you're like, I runs about with his head down. I'm not gonna say who I'm thinking. I'm thinking about literally one person here who makes ready meals. Man runs about with his head down, looking at his shoes. But yet when he's online, he's screaming at people and shouting at people about different stuff. And then when you That's see him. Just- He's got his hood up, his head down. He's looking at his feet. He doesn't want people like you're like, geez, mate. Like it looks like you've like you feel persona. almost ah, it's a persona. But if you can't own your persona at the same time, you're gonna it's not good. Like, but like one of these questions is quite good, quite like it leads into this as well. But the other thing I was gonna say is when people do know you or you have a bit of notoriety. What the fuck does that word even mean? Notoriety. It's, it's like word. it's like people like. They know about you, or they like you're knowing you're, you know, it's just like you're not. The thing is, too, there's somebody listening right now, and they're glad that I've asked that. And then there's other people going, He's a thick cunt, but uh, but it's like, but it's also like, yeah, it's it's just like you're you're a person of note, no, you're a a thing of note, no, or some people think you're a person of note. Um, but it's also, it's it's you have to kind of remember. And I, I was just talking to this the other day. Or yesterday, actually, you have to remember that your behavior too. You know, if people know who you are, and the chances are you could be chalk or cheese. You know, people don't. Some people like to see people do it. Some people don't. You have to make your behavior reflect that. You can't just go out and be an absolute madman. Because everybody, there's certain people will like to see you drop back and fall. Certain people wants to see you fly. So you have to remember that you have to behave in such a way that. You know, you just, it just puts a wee bit, a, a slight bit of extra pressure on you to be to behave. Not that you wouldn't, if you're if you're a person that's going to misbehave, you're going to misbehave. But I always found like, like I was just talking about this 
like I would rarely have went out from when my DJ kind of got a bit better and took off a bit more. I'd rarely have went out no man got really drunk. Not that I get really drunk anyway. But it's just something that I was very aware of. I was very aware of kind of like never like getting in myself into situations that could get out of hand. Because no, I don't get drunk at home. It's, yeah, it's... because people. Not that I ever really get drunk. Like, no, it would go on good, a good old siege. Like, especially when I meet up with the boys in Belfast, and then we do go at it. As Patsy Loft, they would say we go at it awful hard. But like, you just have to remember that, like, especially even the GA boys out there that could be listening. To that there is like, if people know you, like, you just you know, people do like they do like the curry wee story here and there. But if you carry yourself, you know, if you're, like, as we say, we're no different from the podcast in real life. You, if you carry yourself in such a way, you have nothing ever to worry about. And I think that's part of the reason why I kind of grew up to be kind of like a decent person was because I tried to never, like, let myself down or let my family down or let my friends down for so long that it kind of was like, well, geez, you actually got through life pretty without turning into a dick. You know, because you can't, you know, you can, you can turn into a dick too. <laughs> Very handy. Very, very easy. So there's a lot of fucking. For me, it's one of them ones where I just I go on the same regardless. If you don't like me, you don't like me. But some people change without realizing. If that makes sense. Uh, uh, you can change your. Some people think that some people think they should act a certain way because they've got like better at something or richer. A lot of people, a lot of people though don't realize it, but you can end up being a comedian if you're not smart. Oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's very the, easy to fall into. Especially, the, yeah, especially in my in my trade. There's a there's a question that I find quite interesting, and that's actually probably a good one to address because I would say a lot of people have noticed it. Uh, so the question was, let me get this. Where are you, baby? Come here to me. Uh, how has Tony's follower influx slowed down so much after a massive growth period? Went up about forty k in about two weeks to around four k in a month. Uh, we've got that a few. I I put that one in this one because we've got we've actually got that same question pretty much every week i've just not sent them through because some yes. people you know some people worded that he worded it a lot or he or she worded it a lot better than other people yeah like i had a lot of people writing to me going oh the following's fake and all so that may break down exactly what's happened here when me casey and fitness went away and we actually broke this down to the fitness one quite a touch right and if you'll notice me and fitness have stopped dead in the water and casey stopped pretty shy of just so i'm at one so i pushed up to about 110 Fitness hit about 170, Casey's hit about 290, and we've all stalled out now. So the algorithm's either slightly changing, or the realistic thing is that we were all pushing. There's there's multiple types of posts on Instagram. So you, what you might not realize is this, right? There is posts on Instagram. There's three main types, in my opinion. There's well, main types, main things I want to say is the one type that's going to get you to grow is called growth posts. This is the post that you will see constantly on Instagram now. Uh, Casey talks about this quite well, so does fitness. These are the posts that I was doing in Marbella all the time, and that's why I grew up, grew, grew so much. It's the posts that give the most value, but they're really, really eye-catching. They're full of humor. They're they're made to just make you watch. They're not made to like change your life. They're just made to give you a small hint, loads and loads of value, but loads of entertainment they're the viral videos they're the videos that are going to blow you up quickly and the most fast the problem is if you do them forever you will end up with a really massive following that is not engaged and don't actually really love you so what you'll notice yeah. from especially me and Fitz's content because we haven't done this before 
we're churning out the shit now. We're doing a lot of like, you'll notice there's a lot more of us just talking videos. There's a lot more. Yeah. I'm just doing more training, less like that. And stuff that is more relatable to me. So like, for example, Fitz is coming on talking about how like he thinks this is shit and that's shite. And I'm coming on and being more real about family and more real about certain aspects of my life and talking about property the other. So what this does is it means that you don't grow a following that doesn't engage with you because the problem is a lot of people have these massive followings of 230, 240, 250,000. I had somebody apply for the mentorship. They were like, and they had 150, 130,000 or something and they can't get more than 30 clients or something. So the problem is people are following you because whether you're good looking or whether they got some sort of value, but they don't trust you to buy off you. And that means the following is worthless. So what me and him are doing right now is the post types are changing to churn. So actually on average now, I'm actually picking up roughly about 300 people per day but i'm dropping about two 270 now yeah so what yeah, i'm doing yeah. is i'm churning out the sh- I'm churning out the shite and i'm getting a higher engaged audience so like my story views maybe went from say for example i was getting maybe 10 percent story views and i was getting say 13 or 14 thousand or 15 i might be getting 22 now and then that'll slowly keep going up and that builds everything for me because if i want launch clove and i launch subs i launch an app you need the audience to be engaged with you whereas the more and more the, the more and more your audience or sorry the less and less your audience become engaged with you the worse it, it kills your algorithm over time so you're better turn the shit out like prime example is i haven't actually went down i've went 110 113 115 116 and i've sat at 116 now for a full week yeah fitness is actually churning that hard that he's actually dropping people off like he's actually down three or four thousand so to lose three or four thousand you actually have to lose more like ten thousand because you're picking people up all the time yeah yeah so he's leaning harder than me i'm being a wee bit more conservative because i'm launching the app which is more of a it's it's quite a low ticket product so i'm not as worried as that whereas he's actually quite focused on getting clients in at the minute so that's his one-to-one so you don't want people signing up that are not your who you want to work with uh so the reason that's slowed down is one, the algorithm is in person just as much because it's it's also caught on that it's got all the traction it needs from TikTok because everybody's posting value reels now. Like how many times have you seen people go into little for low calorie swaps now? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the low calorie swap thing is, I think too, we talked about this. You got them in with the humor and the fun and the bullshit, uh, the bullshit training <laughs> exercises. And as you said, like they, they weren't that mad engaged because they didn't know you. They didn't know sure. your background. They're, they didn't know, in- you know. So now you're trying to get people to know the real Tony. Yeah, yeah exactly. The so built- you hoodwinked them. You brought them in on false pretenses with your big legs and your silly glasses and your is, bandanas though, and headbands. This, and- is, this is where, you, realistically, though, like you... I, that is me. I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a gym rat. You're a chameleon. No bullshit. You're not chameleon. No bullshit. And I'm at what? You're not chameleon. Yeah, chameleon. That's me. The chameleon. Tony the con artist. The new app. Uh, <laughs> but practically, like, I, I'm I don't take anything too serious. I fuck about. I'm a laugh. I'm I'm blunt as fuck to people and about exercise, but training. I'm straightforward and that is literally what them videos are but they're just a bit more tailored they're a bit less sancy they're a bit less result based they're more like to the point so then what i'll do now is what what you would have noticed is i have i've only posted one result in about five months four months yeah 
I've not been posting fuck all results and all this audience hasn't seen that now. So now I'm going to start posting results. They're going to start seeing that and then trust me and built in faith versus you see people that are so keen on getting Instagram famous, but they haven't even got their coaching service sorted. They haven't got what they're selling sorted. So you actually make the strategy off that. So it's actually as annoying as it is, it's not that hard to really dig a big Instagram following once you understand the algorithm yeah. and how to post videos. Well, it, depend, it depends what, what business you're in. Effort, consistency, and time as well. Yeah, it depends what business you're in. It's, it's. I think it's a lot easier in the fitness realm at the moment because that sort of content has been, um, it's been absorbed like loads and loads. People, like people love the, the but there is no original ideas because like all the cooking ones, all the air fryer ones, they're all the same. Fucking, there's only so many times you can make a chicken wrap, like, but people still fucking will watch every one of them. No, it's like it's like thing. years ago. Like people, the chicken wing thing was big when people were like, "Oh, this is the best recipe for chicken. This ultimate recipe for this. This ultimate recipe for that. This is the best of this." People will still, they'll invest that minute that it takes or that forty seconds. Go, I'm going to change your life in forty seconds straight away. People are going to watch that video. If someone goes, yeah. "I'm going to change your life in nine minutes and twenty two seconds," you're going to go, "Well, no, no, I'm not giving no, you. Fuck nine. I'm not giving you nine minutes." But if someone goes straight in. I'm going to change your life in 40 seconds. You're going to go, right, you know what, fuck, 40 seconds, I'll give you it. I'll actually make a video with that that caption, that hook's great, that I'll change your life in this video. Like that's. I'm going to so change your life in 40 seconds. I will change your life in 40 seconds. Follow me, buy off me, and that'll fucking do the job. Uh, <laughs> but there is, like, a lot of things. Like, like, now, like, especially in the DJ realm, there's so much content being put out of people that raves and people, you know, doing this and doing that that it's getting so lost in everything that's getting put out that yeah, it's, there's just it's, it's building an audience too it's building the audience as well listen that's that's going to engage but now you've got this whole kind of the cool kid thing and i we've noticed that now a lot of musicians are talking about it that they're they're creating an instagram page right and they're putting up zero pictures do you notice this so they're making their account private and they're putting up, they're following their friends, their friends are following the back, whatever, And but they have zero pictures. No, I've never seen this, this well, doesn't make any sense. So it, they just don't use it for pictures, they just use it for literally consuming content. That's the worst thing ever. And they don't really follow pages, they just go on and, and consume what they want to consume. I, I, we, I was watching a good thing about it the other day, so this is kind of like the new trend that's coming out of America at the moment, and on the, on the outside you can look at it and go, oh that's a fake profile, but it's not. It's not a fake profile. It's just that's just kind of like the the cool wee trend people are going through. Um, but as you said there about the reels thing, I was going to actually send you something last night. Instagram came out on their latest update. You know the update people and what they're doing. They're actually going to start pushing carousels and pictures again. Yeah, they want to mix. They don't want to because they became they, they pretty much became TikTok. And now they're like you click on your explore page that's what will tell you what they're pushing because it's not yeah. just reels it's it's a mix there's everything yeah. on it they're starting to they're starting to move the they're starting to move back to car sales remember car sales was always if you done multiple pictures you got better engagement mix. it's like it's like absolutely everything you're gonna want that mix of uh of, even if you're scrolling you don't want to just watch reels forever so that's what I mean though as well. That's where the connection comes in. You know, you're posting photos of your life as well. It's just fucking constant reels. Like there was stage where I was just posting two reels a day. So I've done a growth phase. There's no point in me having more than 115,000 followers unless they follow and engage. So my entire operation now for the next 68 weeks is going to be how do I get these people to really, really love me that much? And then you can push further again. 
Yeah. It's, the problem uh, is people are building audiences that don't even really relate to them. Like if you do recipes all the time on Instagram and then you're trying to sell coaching, although you feel that's in the same wheelhouse, it's fucking not. You're a recipe person. You're not a coach. You're not result-based. That's why yeah. you work it. Work, I could have done re- this, maybe an honest like me and Casey have talked about this loads. The easiest way to go viral and build a following is recipes in the minute. It's just something that everybody relates to, everybody gets involved with. But the problem is then it half sort of shoves you into that wheelhouse. Whereas, like, for example, with my content, I am ju- I do throw in a wee bit of recipes to help with traction, but the majority of my stuff is about the gym, the actual workouts itself. I'm very niche that way. So when somebody like I get tagged, or like people don't realize this, but like, say somebody puts on an exercise and they go, This is the best thing for growing your chest. I will get fucking loads of tags underneath it being like, is this right? Like, uh, actually- you've become that guy. You've become the guy that's the fucking, the, the Paul bear who will. Yeah, it can, it can help. It, you know, so it shows you've got authority, but that's where you want to be known in this space, whereas people are getting followings for going viral on reality tally or whatever it is. That gives you a reality tally audience, not a fitness Do audience. Do you feel it's- followers, numbers, views, likes, and all that stuff is important in respect to business? That was the question I was looking for. That's the other one. Uh, I do. I feel it. Mad. I definitely would be lying if it. Like, a, do you think it's going to be easier to sell a product with a thousand followers or hundred thousand? Like realistic, but yeah. It, but but there's there's trade offs. Ah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. People like you could you could amass a following of a hundred thousand people and they just want stuff for free. Yeah, fucking useless. Because I see I mean, it happen with DJs all the time in, in in streams. Like they'll do. I know a couple of boys that like excel on Spotify, and I know other boys who flop on Spotify but excel on SoundCloud, and they don't sell tickets to events, and they can't get their head round why is that? Why is sure, that? It's because it's the same as yeah, same as me pumping in fucking five grand for like and share. You're getting an audience that's not your audience. You're getting an audience that want money. It's not yeah. your audience, or they want free content. And the free content could be the song. But then when you ask them to buy your song for like 79p or 99p off iTunes, they're like, oh, fuck no. No, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, so 100%. It's, it's so it's a weird thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't just totally be, be as, like a brand or their class because they have followers. I would kind of go... I'm the opposite. Would you? I actually really like whenever a brand or like, for example, if I was hiring a coach, I quite like when they have a small following because I know it's them. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there is, there's like the guy you showed me, the guy you showed me years ago that was out in Dubai and you were like, see him, he's an online coach. And I was like, yeah. You were like, he's got like fucking two, uh, two big, or he's got a Bugatti or he's got, and I was like, fuck. And you're like, yeah, yeah, he just barely, no, he doesn't really be out and about posting much, but you were like, he's one of the biggest like online coaches in in the UK. Can't remember who the boy was, but you pointed him out to me on Instagram once. Um, but that's that is like some of the some of the guy. There's a boy that I I'm actually surprised that has fallen so low. Tanner Shuck, did you ever come across him? No. On Instagram, he's a kind of bit like yourself, but a wee bit more crazy. Um, like he well he lost his page a couple of months ago and he's back up now to thirty thousand. Um, like his content is like, ma, it's really good. Like it's funny, but. You could tell people, you know, he's going to grow no matter what, even if he didn't want to grow, because he's got that sort of content that's polarizing. Oh, completely. I've already read it. Like, imagine what you could do with your life if you didn't drink. Aye. Uh, oh, it's, and it's funny the way he gets around it. And then there, there's other ones like he does, like, what is it? There's, like, ones like you're, get, you're getting a no, getting the day in no matter what. But then he does that, being, quit being an effing pussy. <laughs> Yeah, see, just I, do loads of cocaine and stop eating. 
so you will get a lot of like me even doing talking videos now because you're trying to churn out the shite so it'll not be just constant growth reels it's like that's well, talking videos work funny. for james smith yeah it's just joy you know, it's just a mix you just need a mix of content so you're not you're not uh what do you call it cornered into one attention thing. So I, it's all about I attention you just need yeah. people's attention however you but, get it like that that i'm gonna change your life in 30 seconds i'm gonna change your life in 40 seconds straight away you've got someone hooked doesn't matter who they are and you could turn around and go now watch me make a chicken sandwich and people go for fuck's sake don't you got me there i know that, that is always the way uh what else have you got there right let me run through this because that's like quite a large amount on instagram um how jerry what about fake people how do you deal with fake? How do you deal with fake people? I'm sure as a DJ and some in the fitness realm, there is loads. You find them out pretty quickly. Yeah, and then I yeah. just I just distance. Yeah, like people, there is certain people in life that want stuff from you, and you know that they're not going to give anything back, or you can you can spot them. But I don't know if that's maybe us because we're kind of a bit of hypersensitive to it. Because I can spot people that's got like hanger ons. Like you can always like you could spot it too. You'll you'll probably see it more about Marbella and Dubai. There's a couple of there'll be a couple of boys with hanger ons that are just kind of like. For me, the fakeness comes when somebody expects. I mean, I talked about this actually with you. We talked about it with me and you, and Sean Fitz, me and Sean Fitz diving again. The the value exchange for me, fakeness is whenever somebody's just wanting just wants value out of you, uh, like. I get people, and this isn't me being cheeky. Like I get people who message me all the time saying, "Hey, bro, look, see you're doing really, really well. Would love to grab a coffee and pick your brain about property." And I'm just like, "Pay me." Like, we've never spoke before, and we maybe saw, saw saw me once, and that's all well and good. But at the same time, if I ever message somebody that, I would say at the end of that, "I'll pay you for your time," because that actually is uh like that's practically getting a consultation. Do you know what I mean? So it's one of the things where like. I've never spoken to you before. You're only looking to meet me so you can pick my brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's not like you're turning around and going, oh, and like I'll be interested in this or that, or there's any benefits. So as, as annoying as that is, and people saying it's not fake people, that for me is actually worse than fake because it's it's a there's no value exchange. It's just a case of I'm trying to suck information out of you to get better myself without and I don't get me wrong, my job is to help people in every way, shape, or form. But you also have to take into account like I'm fucking stressed on my not trying to balance my life. So then you feel terrible for not meeting people like that, but then you don't realize they're not even thinking about you, they're just thinking about themselves without realizing it. Cause I I would never message somebody that, but I just know the type of individual that does. Uh, and the thing is it's just what me being blunt, but I think with fake in terms of like actually like where people aren't getting on real, like them real selves. You just spot you just spot it straight away and you just know to separate. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you just I uh, you just you just know. Like even even if you pretend you don't know in your friends group, there's gonna be people that are just takers. Um they, I think uh, as yeah. well, that's a good that's a good fucking question there. Would you leave your your perfect woman? Jesus. You go go like ahead, you first. Go ahead, you first. No, no, no. I no, see no, you no, no. always do that, Tony. You see. I asked you the question, you big pussy. Right. Dark haired. Ooh. Around. I love the way you're going aesthetics first, not personality. <laughs> no, no, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, dark hair. Um, let's see. Well, so how, how much detail do you want here? I would like that if a girl lines up with us, she'd be able to go, do you know what? That's me. I'll, I'll apply for a date. Right. Um, I like someone so that well start off we'll start off right start off with aesthetic right she has to have 
nice smile, dark hair. She has to be able to hold herself in public, right? She has to be smart. She has to be funny. Of course, has to be hot. Like anybody says, <laughs> anybody says they don't have to be hot. They have to be hot, right? A good dress sense. This is all the the the, the real meaty stuff. This is all the all the well, will be the plastic stuff. Um, and then as a person, has to be honest, caring, kind. Um, let's see what else. Has to be driven. Has to be a bit of dri- has to be there has to be a bit of something something about them. Can't be boring. There has to be a wee bit of, you know, just like an extra bit, extra bit to them. Can't be just you know run of the mill. Don't do run of the mill. Can't have run of the mill about me. Has to be that wee bit extra something something. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There you go. That's a very long list. But uh, yeah. But then again, I could have just described somebody. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, have you got a celebrity that you could line that up with? Mm, no, I wouldn't know. Sure, I wouldn't know if fucking celebrities are funny or not. Like, they could be all just like. What about looks-wise, though, from a celebrity perspective? Uh, well, my, my celebrity crush would be Megan Fox. Would it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just me and Machine Gun Kelly are just... We're like two, we're like two peas in the pod. Me and Machine Gun Kelly are like two peas in the pod. He's You're got a wee, right. He likes pink a wee bit more than I do, but but not. She would be my Megan Fox would be my uh my celebrity crush. But yeah, interesting. What about you? Uh, honestly, I'm not massively worried about her color. Maybe like it really doesn't make any odds. Uh, you just need to not have ideally bad teeth. So some good teeth would be ideal. <laughs> some teeth. <laughs> I would like you to have a good teeth, to be honest. So like white or at least straight would be a start. Uh, and apart from that, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I don't, I, I probably would need the person to be into the gym. That's sort of the shape I'm attracted to. So you need to have glutes. I don't Boobs have glutes. Tony, I realized last week I don't have glutes. glutes. Uh, for me just in shape with the gym because that, that's the sort of woman I'm attracted to it's just naturally like that personality wise I just need somebody for a bit of a laugh uh, probably a bit cheeky to be honest and I, I'm going to be straightforward I don't respond well to walking over people so I need a woman that's uh, that can fucking oh, turn I, around and go no 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 no, no call no, you out your bullshit yeah, I love that. I don't like that. I don't like where. Don't get me wrong. I think I enjoy. There's there's a there's a balance. I don't like somebody who's fucking. I like it to be. Uh, you don't you don't like, want to slabber, but you want someone who, when you know you fucked up, to tell you you fucked up. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And then in uh, terms of looks, like for me, it's just that sort of basis of like a gym head, nice teeth, and that's really really it. Like it's not one of them things where I'm overly worried. Obviously, you cannot be tall if you're above five foot one. You're out of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to match up like a like if yeah it goes to me like who's the first celebrity that comes in the mind Snooky probably somebody like an Eva Mendes or something comes to mind Snooky what Snooky from Geordie Shore Shore no fuck Gremlin absolute <laughs> Gremlin that's something outside of the cave like, uh, something like an Eva Mendes is sort of the vibe like I would be like if you go to me like Jesus Christ like that would be it but that's like a wee bit of Latina and stuff in there as well. That's going to be hard to get around around here. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's a rough. Uh, like if, if you say, I don't know if there's such thing as a perfect because the thing is, well, it it's just that's roughly what comes to my mind. There's not really much else that comes to my mind. I'm quite not like as as, as you say. Like I don't think getting the personality describes really, but I, for me, it really comes down to just like the the connect as cheesy as it sounds, the connection with the individual, like what way it flows. Yeah. There is, like, there is, a, this is, a, there's a good caveat question here. Sexual it's, chemistry is probably the right word. Sexual chemistry. When was the last time you wet the bed? No, we're not answering that question. Um, last night. <laughs> there was a question about how do you know when you've met the one? Fuck. I, I think you're better asking, like, I've asked my mom and dad this question quite a lot before. And like, my mom says, like, it's, it's hard to really know. You just, you can't live with them and you can't live without them is probably the best way to explain it like. yeah you think about them like you think about them almost non-stop not non-stop but when like you get like when you're not in work mode or something or you get a bit of spare second that your your head drifts to them that's when you start yeah. to get that's when it starts to give you kind of like we like we hints going oh shit you're caught here you know the run the run was good Think as well it only counts if it's after two to three years nah i don't know nah i think see this idea of what you're saying there though if you feel like that the first one to one one month to one year you need to realize that it's there's a difference between being in love and the one well there's uh, what do you call that word infatuation i infatuation yeah but but there is also i think in that term of the like the three-year thing you're talking about I think a lot of people are blind to the to the signs, right? So in your first few months, you know, you can know. You can know in your first two months. You can know in your first year if the person's the one, right? If you spend enough time with them. But it's you, in the first few months, there can be red flags that you'll give a bye ball to because you're blind, because you're just mad with a horn, right? So you're going to give a blind ball to the to that, right? But if you're in tune... And you're you you're very in tune, and you're very much know your feelings and know where you are. Then red flags will you'll see them, so they're not going to pop up in three years time because they've already popped up. Like when people talk about oh, in three years time, it really comes out, or when you live with them for a while, it really comes out. You go no, but if you really look at the start, you can see you can see them problems. It's just you need to be able, you need to be willing to actually see them. No, you can be. Like everybody's no, everybody's met this person. You think, oh fuck, they're a deadly person, and then after a few months, you go, geez, you realize that they're mental, right? But if you really think about it, at the start, the warning signs were there. No, they were there. It's just you're a bit love blind. You're a bit love drunk at the start, and you let things pass, and you let you give them by balls and say some girl's going out with a fella, and you're like, yeah, he goes out on a Saturday night, like he doesn't come home till like six a.m. But you know, he's it's so fuck. He just loves the little crack, like. And then three years down the line, you're like, ah, he doesn't come to 6 a.m. And you're like, ah, and it gets me a wee bit worried. And you're like, ah, well, you, you knew that. Like, that's just the, the guy he is. Like, and like you, you let him away with, and now you just, that's just what he does. So the signs are always there. So I don't really believe in the three year down the line mark. I think it depends on how in tune you are with your own feelings and how in tune you are as a couple. Or, or, or have you been through it before too so it's one of the things where it's hard to call yeah well that's it it's i think you do have to be you do have to be stung by the electric fence a few times you know what i mean it's like a cow gets hit by an electric fence but rarely goes back for a second time you know 
if the more if you you know the more relationships you've been in and and been out of and different things you kind of go yeah you know i've learned a few things in the past i've learned to be more you know more observant of the signs you know the red flags coming up you know before you might have give like when you're younger there could have been a few red flags you know like, nah, it could be grand but now like you're going one red flag and you're like i'm out the door two red flags i'm out the door you know give people the three strike rule gets to the point where it's the one strike rule i you, think you just it's it's trying to find the balance in my opinion between the horn and- but it's, it's seeing for what it is in the horn some boys like some boys are listening to this now and they're probably going with an absolute psychopath right they could be married to that psychopath and they're going this lad's fucking right i knew she was mental six months in but i was just doused with a horn and then now we are five years later married and she's still mental she's still baiting plates that way you know what i mean there is there's some there no I think you have to be willing to compromise your life a lot. Always, but always, you always like, but but you say to yourself, "Is it worth compromising?" Like, if you meet the right girl, it's worth compromising. You know, it's worth. I think you know bringing her life and your life together. Maybe it could be where you're going to live, or maybe there's something you do or something she does that you don't really like. And if you communicate and go, "I see," by the way. I know you're. I know you like your stuff, but you need to stop being a stripper. You know that's a bit extreme, but it's like having that communication going. You know, I know you really like it. And you make good tips and all, but you have to stay off the pole. I don't like it. Or the fellas out. I don't know. Ha, just be out, but jack the lad. You know, there is certain times where you, you know you communicate and you go, "This is how it's going to work," and when it's worth it all them things you do for each other is going to pay off but i think a lot of people now are more and more sensitive to their surroundings and what's going on which is a good thing people are like you know friends like i have friends and they've been they're in like shit relationships for for half their life and then they're like oh i was with her for nine years i'm 25 now you're like what the fuck like and you're like i like we didn't really get on for the last maybe six years and now they're they're hitting 25 and they're out in the open they're out in the wild again they don't know what to do themselves and they're just going to jump into another relationship yeah but it's 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 tough like it's when you when you when you find the one you'll know because you've just got a your but you know yeah but you have to distinct this you have to really distinct distinguish between this and the horn the horn will tell you mad things if you're a fella it'll tell you you'll fall in love every year but when you know you'll know and you just need to fucking make you no know, take the decision then and give up give up your playboy lifestyle <laughs> whatever you're doing with yourself or and then just give in because there is a lot of people too that find the one and they're not willing to compromise as you said because they're you know they're, they've found a certain way in life that they like they're like oh well you know everybody knows that bachelor in his 40s and 50s and people are like geez i never know why he didn't get married because the man loves the crack mad for the crack and never give up on the crack and he's probably had multiple ladies that probably could have been his wife and he's probably the one that really should have been his wife but he just in his head maybe stubborn or ignorance just like nah fuck it having the crack 
That's a way up to like. There's nothing wrong with being single for the rest of your life too. There is. There is nothing wrong with being single though. Like a lot of people compromise just for the sake of having a partner because they don't want to be alone and they don't realize it. Hundred percent. I had this conversation with a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, and he said that he said that he 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 asked me and he goes, "How did you find living on your own?" I says, "I fucking loved it. I loved it. Like I excelled. I excel on my own." He goes, "I'm really struggling on my own." I was like, "What?" Like and. Like, and then I get a wee bit bored. He goes, no, no, not that way, fuck's sake. He goes, I just get wild bored. And he goes, and I was like, you're like, you train, you train, he trains 10, maybe 10 times a week. So he does his own gym sessions and then he plays football, right? I was like, and he's big into his recovery. And he's, he's mad. And I was like, just read books. I was like, do something that you need to do with your spare time. I was like, take time off, actually play the PlayStation. You, know, you don't have to be in the zone all the time. You know, being being in the house on your own or being in the apartment on your own is grand. Like it's just it's one of I think it's one of the strengths I have. That's one of the main qualities. That's probably one of my best qualities is I'm very okay with being on my own and being on my own with my own thoughts. Whereas maybe five years ago, I couldn't have. Like I couldn't have. Being on my own and my own thoughts would have been a very bad recipe. Because you would overthink stuff, you would create stuff, you'd create scenarios, you'd probably do a, a roll by roll, you'd create a movie in your head of something that's going on that's not really going on. So it's 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 okay, as you said, it's okay being single. It's actually a good sign being okay to be single. But that's also a recipe that maybe says that maybe you're in the wrong relationships before. Because there is a lot of that too. Like people are in relationships that they shouldn't be in, and then when they're single, they're like, oh fuck, single life suits me better. And you're like, well, no, just not being with an absolute psychopath does. Be it girls or boys, you know, being in the wrong relationships almost worse. It is worse. It's worse than anything. You no, know, because it's it's stopping your growth. It's stopping you having fun. It's stopping your happiness. And that's a knock on effect in all way all walks of life. Being in a shit relationship. Like everybody's been in at least one shit relationship. Well, maybe not no, you. Actually, look, it's one of these things where I don't think anybody. You're never gonna. Nobody can give you the answer for if it's the one or not. The best advice I ever got with this, and this is my honest opinion, to everything in life that you're really struggling with, and Mickey, you'll love this. This is this an analogy? No, it's just if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no. Yeah, well, that's it. If it doesn't matter. If it do, if it what is it? If it doesn't matter, matter in one, five, or ten years. If it doesn't matter, matter in five yeah. years, it shouldn't matter in five minutes. Yeah, I've heard that before. I honestly think in anything like when we're designing logos here, when we're doing anything, if I launched like I'm talking about launching clothing and stuff as well down the line, like if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no every single time. Yeah, that's that's kind of my like anybody to tell you that deals with me and works with me and stuff. If I if I agree to work with a brand, if I agree to work with a like a pub, like I get maybe three or four venues will contact me a month now. I I'm either all in or not in. Like I'll I'm the sort of dick that'll get involved in parts of the business where I shouldn't be getting involved in because I'm I care about the businesses. Like I'll tell an owner that they're doing this wrong or doing that wrong. But I'm really just there to tell them about nightlife and entertainment. But that's just who I am. I'm either I, I'm either all in or not in. Like if I see something's wrong, I'll tell people. Whereas other people just won't bother. Like they'll just so go. This is how you pull a pain. Pull the uh, side. Well, I don't. Know. I don't care about that bullshit. Like that's fucking. That's just 
crap. But if I see someone's drastically wrong with the business, I'll go here. You know what? There's fucking your business up. There they go. Oh, geez, I never noticed that before. And you're like, oh, I will. Yeah. Or I'd say you always help, though. Yeah, but it does. I it does, but I'd rather say it because I'm an I. If I agree to work with anyone on anything like the podcast here, I'm invested in that. I don't do things half measures because it sure comes across like support and that criticism is the main thing. If you, if you don't do, if you do things in half measures, it's never going to work. And in, in yeah, any way in life, just knowing, like there's a way to word it. Yeah. And anyway, in any way in life, if like if you if I seen you do something wrong, Tony, I'll always say to you, same as you see something to me. Like the thing about the the TikTok brand thing the other day. Like we'll yeah, say it, each other. I worded that that wasn't. It was like a just so you know this might help it's up to you it wasn't like a, you're doing this wrong because i believe when you tell a male they're doing something wrong i will i don't i don't mind that logo there and you go that's up i was like i really like this and he goes that's absolute dog shape whereas if you turn around and go look mate just to be honest it's not bad but i actually far think i, I just don't like it at all i, I do i I, I just be brutally honest and say i just asked them the questions that's good, but then i think your opinion doesn't get valued as much because you've, you've went in too blunt well it depends it depends like it depends if it's your special they're not like when it comes to logos and branding i say there's nobody's done more design work in northern ireland than i have be it with logos be it with events like i'd say we're up to five six thousand events since 2015 like it's that many events that we've kind of done design work for and it just gets to the point where you're like that's you've you've probably give your designer the wrong like the lot of time when people get design stuff wrong they've told the designer what they think they want <laughs> and the designers work to that and then when you look at it and go no that's not right and the designer's like that's exactly what you told me to do that's like one of the problems we'd have like when me and chris are doing stuff for other people and um, I normally go to the person first and find out what they want and then realize that they're what they want and then tell Chris in words that he'll understand. Because it is a mad thing if you spend six months trying to get something designed and you're like, oh, that designer can't get it right. And you're like, yeah, because you're not telling them the right thing. <laughs> and that there's nothing as bad. There's yeah, no, I completely get that. There's really yeah. nothing as bad. But that's, is that an R, no? That's close enough. Let's wrap her there because I need to get back to actually normal life. Normal life, yeah. Imagine normal life. Um, so this will be this will be coming out Monday. We got the new one new review. Cheers, lads, ladies. Thank you. That's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it for now. Still here for a click off this podcast and go live your life. Click off your podcast. You're getting your if you're getting your steps in, do an extra five minutes for a big Tony. Oh Jesus Christ! No, don't get home. Get into the cot. Fuck out. Do an extra right. five minutes for Big Tony. If it's Monday morning, six a.m., you're driving to work. Have a good one. Have a good week. Good luck. <laughs>